On this episode of Monmouth Weekly, University President Patrick Leahy and I spend some time catching up on the latest campus happenings and welcome in Bill Seamer, Executive Director for Campus Planning and Facilities Management. This is faculty member Matt Harmon. It's time for episode number 36 of Monmouth Weekly, our podcast series. Thanks as always for joining us. It is a beautiful day on campus, looking out my office window here in the Plangier Center um, and see nothing but bright, bright sunshine, which seems to be a perfect way to have our recording of episode number 36 of our Monmouth Weekly podcast get up and going with University President Patrick Leahy, faculty member Matt Harmon. Uh, we will be joined in just a little bit by Bill Seamer, who is the new Executive Director for Campus Planning and Facilities Management. But President Leahy, as we always like to do, spend a couple of minutes just to uh, catch up. I, I missed you last night. I, I I was at the soccer game as well. I saw you tweeting and very busy. But you're you're a man who just jumps all over the place. I couldn't catch up with you. Well, I was there for the first half and uh, had to had to leave it uh, around halftime and felt positive with our two zero lead, and then watched the second half uh, through our fantastic broadcast capabilities here. And was so pleased to see the uh, final 4-0, which, as you know, in soccer uh, is a convincing win. <laughs> Very convincing win. And uh, into the finals, Christy Turner and the rest of her women's soccer program, that game taking place here on campus on Sunday. Uh, make sure that if you have the time, come out and see it. And if not, you can watch it as President Leahy so eloquently mentioned on our ESPN uh, broadcast. Been obviously a couple of weeks um, since we've we've done our podcast on kind of our every two week rotation and a lot of good stuff taking place on campus. You know, just looking at the overall feel, and I think I mentioned this to you last time that we talked. For, for me, in my role as a faculty member, someone who's teaching in-person classes like so many people now are, it is so nice to just walk around campus and for lack of a better term, just see people walking around. I mean, I think the energy level is really high right now at Monmouth. I mean, I, I think people are happy to be back on campus. Uh, as we've talked about before, our residence halls are, are full up this, this fall, which I think is evidence of the interest students and their, and their families have to have them back in a, you know, living and learning environment. Um, Great, great energy uh, around the campus. Uh, very excited for our students and their uh, competition opportunities. I mean, talk about athletics in a minute, but you know, this this weekend our model UN team, which we've talked about at length on previous podcasts, and is uh, is uh, headed to Washington D.C. for national model UN competition you know, at which they will compete against the great schools in the country, you know, every one of which you've heard of and you know well as a as a very, very uh, uh, prestigious uh, institution and we'll get a chance to compete against them. And, and I love that. It's one of the reasons I so uh, love our athletics programs here because it gives our, our student athletes a chance to compete against other really fine schools. And... Um, you know, to beat Fairfield last night in women's soccer and uh, field hockey is up in 
Maine today for the semifinals of the America East field hockey tournament. So I wish our, our field hockey players uh, well. Uh, soccer is in the uh, MAC uh, conference uh, playoffs. Uh, football returns home this weekend to keep their unbeaten streak in the Big South alive. I, I mean, it's just an exciting time to be uh, at Monmouth. And I hope that that's palpable when people visit the campus or walk around the campus. Not to mention basketball will start uh, coming up next week as well. Both the men and the women's team get up and going. Men, uh, the first one to play, that will be November 9th down in Charlotte at UNC Charlotte. You know, you mentioned the the debate team. It's funny, in one of my classes the other night, we're working on um, scripting out news newscasts, and we went through a mammoth newscast and I made the point of there are so many things on campus and, and I think students are programmed into just having it be campus events and we talked about making it a news story and the lead for a lot of the students was the debate team who was in California now going down to DC and, and we kind of played into that. Um, I, I do like every once in a while, and it's, I, I say every once in a while, I'll say almost every two weeks, your competitive nature definitely comes out. It doesn't matter what it is across the board. You want to make sure that Monmouth is is registering up top. So I will I will warn those on the debate team. They 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 need to probably come home with some sort of hardware, right? Well, I was even talking to one of our students the other day who's involved in a very altruistic community service project um, that other colleges and universities are also involved in, and. Uh, I also I said to them, you know, let's make sure Monmouth has the greatest turnout and the greatest impact uh, compared to those other institutions. So my competitive nature extends even to the the most genuine of community service uh, uh, activities. It's it's just, I think, a way to support our students and to, and to keep them uh, motivated and, and, and hungry, um, you know, just yesterday, if I may say, you know, we, we had an episode on campus where um, a student was in need of some uh, health uh, care um, unexpectedly. And one of our senior nursing students rushed to this student's aid and took over the, the uh, management of the situation. A senior nursing student took over the management of the situation until our, uh, the EMTs could arrive. And then that same person a few hours later scored the first goal in the women's soccer uh, game last night. So that is just Jill Conklin is just a, a, an example of the kind of students that we have here at Monmouth. And uh, as you can tell, it makes me so proud to be the president here. Also proud as you look with uh, the numbers being so positive on campus, speaking of nursing and health. Um, from a from a COVID perspective, right now the university is in in a really good place. If I'm if I'm saying that correctly, I know not perfect. There is no perfect probably in this world that we live in right now, but but really really positive. Yeah, we have a handful of cases, and um, remember, every case is its own unique um, health situation. So um, I'm hopeful that they are not serious cases, and and uh, that the individuals who have them will recover very quickly. But just a handful of cases because our vaccination rate is is as high as it is they're not resulting in in outbreaks of any kind which is the goal and um you know we still have the the protocols in place 
um, which I know uh, for for many it, it's getting tiring, you know, especially the masking. And I, I get that. I understand fully. Um, we're going to keep that protocol in place at least for the time being until we get a sense that. Um, you know, in Monmouth County here, where our, our case numbers are at such a good spot that we can relax those. But I think because people are so excited to be back on campus and interacting with one another, uh, it's a small price to pay to, to keep those masks on indoors uh, for the time being. And as a result, we're managing the uh, caseload uh, quite well. I will give a uh, quick shout out to the class that I just left my public speaking class, which is um, probably not a huge fan of doing speeches with masks on, but they've been able to adjust and, uh, and doing a great job. And, and, I, and I see it in all my classes with presentations and with broadcasting and things like that, classes that I teach. I, I, I think at this point, in, in a way, um, to your point, students are tired of it, but also it, it's almost become part of their daily routine, which I can't say I'm a huge fan of, but it has become part of their daily routine. Yeah. And, you know, the few cases that we do have on campus are very often breakthrough cases, which I hope is evidence that uh, even with a high vaccination rate, we have to be careful. And, um, you know, asking the faculty and the staff and the students to mask up indoors when they're not eating or drinking, it, I, I hope is deemed a small small price to pay to uh, to allow us to return the uh, energy to campus. We should probably just talk about it right now. You know, protocols went out about those basketball games that you indicated are going to start next week. Remember, that's a large number of people, I hope, gathered indoors for a sustained amount of time, hopefully cheering loudly. Um, we are, in fact, going to ask uh, attendees to stay masked up inside. And uh, I know that that's, you know, not ideal. And believe me, it won't be ideal for, for me either. But, um, but we are going to ask them to uh, demonstrate their vaccination status or proof of a negative test. And even when you uh, are admitted to the building, we'll ask you when you're not eating or drinking, you know, to, to try to stay masked up. It's just all an effort on our part to try to keep uh, the uh, thousands and thousands of constituents that we have here at Monmouth as safe as possible. And when you have a basketball game, you know, you're inviting people from the outside the Monmouth University community to campus. And, you know, we don't know, um, you know, what their um, healthcare protocols are at their place of work or in their families. So that's why we've uh, decided to put the uh, vaccination requirement in place and, um, and masking uh, during the game. You know, an, an episode ago, we can transition, I, I think, into bringing in our guest today. Uh, an episode ago, we had Jeff Stapleton on, who is the new athletic director. And going back to the end part of last academic year, um, we said goodbye to some very important people on campus in the athletic department, Marilyn McNeil. That's why we talked to Jeff. Patty Swanick, who was in charge of so many things in her long time here uh, at Monmouth. And, and I know one of the hires that you're excited about, and it seems very poignant on um, kind of the, the weekend before Veterans Day, that Bill Seymour is a veteran and has 
that background in the military. He is the new executive director for campus planning and facilities management. Uh, Bill, I'll just you've been so good in the first 10 minutes and, and very technical, knowing to turn your mic on as we say a good morning to you and really appreciate you giving us a couple of minutes here. Um, I, I'll start with, for you, just what you've seen in the first couple of months of your daily routine at Monmouth. Yeah, so hey, th- thanks, Matt. Uh, really excited to be here. So, so you know, as I was going through, um, um, I guess, the hiring process, the interview process here, here for Monmouth, um, the thing that really struck me uh, the most about Monmouth was just the people. Um, I, I, I'll be honest, just the team, um, uh, you know, across campus, the leadership team, you know, they're focused on, on, on the student, student success here at Monmouth, which is, you know, obviously evident, um, and everything that has been accomplished, you know, these past, past couple of years, some huge accomplishments, um, down to my folks here in, in, uh, in, in facilities, um, just, just everyone um, is, is passionate about what they do. They're excited about what they do um, and, and really trying to work together. You know, so, you, you know, a lot of the folks here at Monmouth have, have been here for uh, uh, several, if not, you know, tens of, tens of years. So, so to me, it's like that, that, that means something, you know, Monmouth must really be a good place to work. So, so that's been uh uh, really, the thing that has really struck me the most, and and obviously, you know, when you come onto campus here, and, and we've all heard it, uh, we see it. You know, this is a beautiful campus. Um, some of the facilities, uh, the Great Hall, uh, the library, um, are just you know historic structures are beautiful. Um, the landscaping on this campus is just uh, just amazing. Um, but uh, but certainly there are. Uh, opportunities to, to continue to improve here. You know, Pre- President Leahy, I, I think in order to kind of set Bill up and those that listen to our podcast um, to talk about the hiring process of what was Patty's job, which encompassed so many things, to now how that job has been um, flattened out in one way or disseminated in others. So, uh Patty Swanick, who served here, I forget, Matt, what, 40 years or, or something, she ended her career as a vice president of, administ- of administrative services, and that encompassed four areas, facilities, the police, human resources, and compliance, which is an increasingly important function at a, a university in the 21st century. And so when, when Patty announced her retirement, it gave me an opportunity just to think through how I'd like to structure and decided HR and compliance could move to one of our uh, uh, current vice presidents and uh, the police could move to another one of our senior administrators and fit those functions into what I thought were really good places. And then it would give me this unique opportunity to hire a senior administrative official who's focused entirely on the physical plant, and as Bill mentioned, enhancing that physical plant. I think we all agree that we start way out ahead of our competitors around with the quality of the campus we have in the unbelievable location. But when I walked onto the campus, I saw opportunities. And when Bill walked onto the campus, he saw opportunities. And 
we hired Bill in large part because through the interview process, he and I, I think, saw it the same way. Like, this is unbelievable, but wow, imagine what we could do if we took a fresh look at a few things and if we could execute on some capital projects that are embedded in our strategic plan. And so we did a national search. I mean, bona fide national search had a hundred applicants, you know, from all over. And uh, I always say we uh, emerged with three really good finalists, uh, someone from higher education, someone from traditional corporate uh, work and Bill. And Bill's experience, as he'll tell you, is uh, with uh, with the U.S. Navy. And uh, we just felt like Bill had the personality that would work uh, well with us. He had, you know, obviously, uh, you know, his heart is in the right place with his dedication to our country. If we can just convert that commitment to our country to this campus, imagine what we can do in uh, in facilities. So, um uh, that's why we went ahead and hired Bill. A little bit more of a non-traditional hire in some in some respects, but uh, I think the early uh, reports suggest uh, he's doing a fantastic job. Bill, if if you don't mind continuing that kind of theme and and talking a little bit about your background uh, mm -hmm. within the the Naval Civil Engineer Corps, right? That that's your that, that's your background, and 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 for those that would be listening and say, well, what does that mean? And how does that translate into somebody that can run facilities and campus projects? How, how, do, how do the two come together? Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's, that's a great question. One I uh, uh, get asked uh, often, actually. So, so yes, I, I did uh, uh, do, uh, you know, total 32 years uh, in, in the military. Started off in the Air Force, a little bit of Air Force time, but uh, uh, pr predominantly um, I, I, I spent my time uh, with the Navy, like you said, as a as a Navy Civil Engineer Corps officer, and so and so what what that means is is a, you know a good part of my time was spent um, leading the Navy Seabees. So I don't know if you ever heard of the Navy Seabees, but the Seabees are the Navy's construction force. You know we have plumbers and carpenters and and steel workers um, who go out um, in, in all environments across the globe, um, building um, building and fighting. That's that's one of the CV's mottos. We build, we fight, um, and supporting, uh, you know, our, our, our sister services, Marine Corps um, and, and the Army and the Air Force and, and uh, you know, support to our service or our country. And so, and so that's that's a big part of what we do. So that's that's kind of the leadership part of it. Um, when I'm not doing that, I, I spend a lot of time uh, designing, constructing, maintaining uh, Navy's bases and infrastructure, Navy and Marine Corps bases, um, both here in the U.S. and and overseas as well. So so very similar uh, to my to my current position here. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a registered professional engineer, civil engineer by uh, by training, um, and, and and so the the skills and the experience that I gained in the Navy in that capacity um, really translate directly um, to to kind of my role here in in higher education. As Dr. Leahy mentioned, you know, little 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 bit different, of course, um, but there are certainly some uh, some similarities there. 
President Leahy, if, if you don't mind continuing with that theme as well, from a non-traditional standpoint that you mentioned from, from the hire to bring somebody from the outside into this position, um, as opposed to somebody who's worked in education and been on campuses for the better part of their career, what, what was it that set Bill apart from the 100 people that applied for this position? Well, the first is that I love the fact that he's a trained civil engineer. I mean, um, we've never had a civil engineer in, in a leadership role in facilities before, at least I don't think. Um, and uh, that's very comforting to, <laughs> to me, um, number one. Number two, you know, we knew that his experience was a little bit different from, you know, the other candidates who were making their case, having spent 30 years on college campuses. Our feeling in the end was, you know, we have enough people around here who are experts in higher education. Uh, I'd like to bring a fresh perspective to our campus. And uh, uh, this is why we got very comfortable with with the sort of non-traditional experience that, that Bill brought. I mean, um, we, we see ourselves, frankly, separating ourselves increasingly in the years to come from other higher education institutions. And we want to put together great minds who are steeped in higher education and, and great minds who are bringing a, you know, a fresh, innovative look at how to manage uh, uh, campuses. So we think it's the combination of those two that's going to allow us to, to really advance. And you know, Bill, you can tell from his personality, he has a personality to thrive in, you know, a collaborative setting like uh, like higher education as well. I mean, I think there's sometimes a mistaken impression. Oh, you bring a military person in, he's, you know, he's going to have a certain kind of command and control kind of style. And you spend a little bit of time with with Bill and you'll see that he is uh, first and foremost a, a collaborator, great listener. Um, you know, really tries hard to understand, you know, what his sort of constituents, that is, you know, the people for whom he's building and renovating things, you know, really want out of a project. And that, that's, that's the bottom line is try to assemble a team with, uh, you know, the, the best possible minds that you can with a variety of experience, but that can fit into the time of, type of team that you want. And, and Bill does all that. Bill Seamer, the executive director for Campus Planning Facilities Management, joining us here. Episode 36 of our Monmouth Weekly podcast, University President Patrick Leahy, faculty member Matt Harmon. Um, Bill, on that same idea, as someone who is a non-academic coming to a college campus, tell me what, you, what you've experienced in the first couple of months or what you envision as you become more accustomed in terms of, of challenges that this job mm -hmm will bring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks, Matt. So, so, so I'll say, um, you know, what we do, what we do here, it's, it's, it's really not rocket science. Um, I think, I think the skills uh, that make a person successful in almost any job um, are going to apply to that, to that next position as well. So, so, so to me, and, and Dr. Leahy kind of, kind of outlined uh, some of those, you know, the, the leadership piece, the communication piece, the, the the discipline. Yes, I guess that is something that maybe I get from the military is the the, the discipline side. Um, but but in, in the teamwork and, and bringing that all together, 
to support um, to support a common a, a common mission and and we we talked about a little bit uh, at the beginning about the strategic plan so so you know when I when I got here uh, to Monmouth uh, certainly I saw some things that that needed to be done but I had to try to focus focus my priorities and so what I said was was uh, people, you know, my, my people, my staff here, my team, um, my customers um, across across the campus, and then just the way we do business, how, how we get things done. Um, and then taking those three priorities and aligning that with, with the strategic plan. And so um, that's, that's uh, up to this point, I think that's been, uh, been, been very useful uh, for me. Um, and approaching issues and problems and challenges um, uh, with 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 that kind of kind of focus in mind, um, um, you, you know, specific specific challenges and, and opportunities. Um, gosh, there's there's a lot of things. You know, I, I try to whenever there's there, there's a problem or an issue to to solve you know my my first interest is is how how is that going to support um uh student student success you know how does it enhance what we do here at the university and i think uh certainly you know recently uh the upgrades up at the great hall you know the the, the furniture and the coffee shop um, things like that, that, that are certainly improvements to the facility, but gosh, they're, they're focused right back on, on those students. And, and, uh, so that's, that's kind of what, what drives me, you know, that, that's, that's what makes me, uh, um, excited about being here at Monmouth. You know, interesting in a lot of ways, both of you have mentioned in the 25 minutes that we've been recording the strategic plan. And President Leahy, I'll ask you this, how the strategic plan plays into having Bill on campus and somebody new with a fresh set of eyes. And I know in the in the five-year plan changes on campus, whether it's, and, and I'm thinking of Bill's job from everything to the way the campus looks from a landscaping standpoint to renovations, both of you have mentioned the Great Hall, to potential new buildings on campus. All of that now falls un under his role, correct? Yeah, it's a, it's a big job. <laughs> um, I just was smiling at, at hearing Bill because, you know, I, I was here, I was just touting, you know, his, his uh, stellar service to our country in the, in the armed forces for 32 years, but he speaks as though he's been working in our sector for 32 years. You know, everything he does, you know, he takes back to what is this going to do to enhance the student experience here? And so this, this is what I mean. Like he's a natural for our for our sector. But, you know, when I reorganized, I made it clear I wanted to keep the facilities person as a direct report to me because this is how strongly I feel about continued development of our campus as a living and learning environment. So our strategic plan is replete with continued investments in our physical plant, both to increase the functionality of uh, this great asset that we have, which is the campus, and to in increase the attractiveness of it so that more and more people are drawn to it, prospective students and really high, highly qualified staff and faculty. So 
Um, our strategic plan, a big part of it is modernizing our campus. We had that built before we went out looking for Bill's position. And then we showed that to prospective candidates and said, you know, look at this plan and tell me if it is exciting to you, because if it is not, then you're not the right person for mom. <laughs> I think when Bill saw some of the, you know, we're some generally speaking, some investments in student housing are, are, are in the offing and more investments in academic uh, programming is in the off, uh, academic uh, spaces in the offing and enhancements to, you know, the number of fields that we have on campus, both for our student athletes, but also for all of our intramural and club athletes as well. Um, and then all kinds of different ways that we want to uh, uh, beautify and enhance the campus. All of that's embedded in our strategic plan. And I think when Bill saw that, tell me if I'm wrong, Bill, but that was like, wow, I, we could have a lot of fun here at Monmouth over the next five years and beyond. You know, in, in, in a standpoint, um, Bill, of I, I'm going to I'm going to say this and, and hopefully you'll understand where I'm going with it. If the campus needs to get refurbished, redone new projects um, to President Leahy's point of having fun of putting that mm -hmm. together, not that you get a blank check in essence to do whatever you want. And if you do get that blank check, let's talk before you cash it. I, I could use a couple of things in my office. There, there will be no blank checks. <laughs> which I sit in right now. But, but, but the idea of already having such a beautiful campus facility, the pieces in place, but tweaking them to make them better from an engineering standpoint, I, I would think like your, your mind is almost going 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it actually is. And, and, and that's where I, I start to bring in, uh, you know, some of my engineering side is like, how, how that's solving problems, right? I mean, that's, that's what all of us do. We solve problems. And so, and so trying to figure out the best ways to optimize, you know, the limited resources that we have to make sure we're doing things uh, correctly. You know, I, I can look at, let's say, construction costs. So I, I kind of feel like sometimes we, we maybe pay a little more than, than we really need to or we should. Um, and that's, that's typical. That's, that's typical across large organizations. Um, but it's something we gotta, we gotta focus on. You know, I, I see, um, deferred maintenance or a backlog of, of our, our, our maintenance, which, which is really the things across our campus and our facilities that, that haven't been taken care of, you know, just, just like your house, um, your HVAC system, uh, wears out your windows start to leak, your roof starts to, uh, you know, shingles blowing off and you got to maintain it. You got to take care of it. Um, it's not always uh, the exciting work uh, that that building some 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 new facility might 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 present, but but it's critical. Um, I I feel to to the success of of, of the university and, and our mission. So so that's that's going to be a big focus of mine is is trying to figure that piece out. How can we do that? How can we take care of what we have um, to meet? Um, our requirements and, and doing it in a, uh, a fiscally, I'll say fiscally responsible manner. And that, that I think, Matt, is where Bill's discipline will be really, uh, really important. I mean, 
um, we have to continue to make sure that we limit our deferred maintenance. And as Bill mentioned, you know, you don't really like to allocate money to that because it just doesn't strike you as a, a really exciting uh, way to, to invest in the campus, but we've got to do it. And we just need to make sure that we have that discipline that Bill brings, that certain amount of money has to be allocated to maintenance, certain amount of money, of course, we can allocate to enhancement. And then, of course, it's incumbent upon me to go out and raise a ton of money that uh, Bill can use in, in in the enhancement of the campus. I mean, I'll just give you two quick examples. I mean, just just since Bill arrived, these projects were in were in play before he arrived, but he's bringing them now to to completion. One is the the Great Hall and the enhancements to the Great Hall, which I mean, I can't tell you how enthusiastic I am about the way in which we have repurposed the Great Hall for the benefit of students. I mean, the, 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 the furniture is starting to come in and we're putting it in as we get it. And the students are already using it and are already lauding what a great enhancement this is. And I keep saying to them, guys, it's only about a third of the way complete. You know, we have the lights coming in and more furniture coming in and the coffee shop hasn't been activated yet. Wait until all of that is done and you will find the Great Hall to be a completely re-energized uh, building uh, uh, in, you know, in particular for the benefit of the students. And then the other one, and I don't want to get too, out of, too far out ahead because we haven't dedicated it yet, but last night was the first broadcast of our women's soccer game from our new Parton Broadcast, Broadcasting Center in the Ocean First Bank Center. Wait till you see this project. I mean, it's a small project as capital projects go, but I mean, hugely important to our uh, broadcast efforts and our communication students and can't wait until we formally dedicate that, that a result of a major, major gift from uh, one of our board members. So uh, it's a combination of new and exciting stuff that continues to enhance the campus, but making sure that we're tending to this historic campus from a maintenance standpoint as well. Was was in that uh, facility just last week. I was finishing a workout and popped my head in and was just really wowed. They were putting almost the finishing touches on it, um, the new broadcast facility. Looking forward to um, having an opportunity to be part of the broadcast, of which I'll do uh, tomorrow with the with the football game that'll be broadcast. Bill, you you know one of the things is as you talked about some of your roles and responsibilities on campus. For whatever the reason, it it popped into my head that you probably have to deal with and field some complaints as well of people wanting things done immediately. Something's broken. Something's not working. This is out of place. Make sure this is taken care of right away. Um, and, and you strike me in the first half hour as someone that knows on a pretty even keel as to how to deal with that type of um, responsibility. No, that's that's you. You hit the nail on the head, Matt. I I, I do. I do field a lot of a lot of a lot of calls, uh, a lot of requests, um, and, and and really, I think the thing that 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 helps me is just talking to folks and communicating with them. I think everyone understands. Everyone is pretty reasonable. Most people are reasonable. Um, as long as you talk to them and explain what, you know, maybe some of the challenges are. Obviously, we can't do everything. 
um, right now. I, I, I wish I could, um, especially when I when I get calls from, you know, colleagues saying, hey, Bill, you know, this is something we really need. Can't you can't you help us out? And I say, well, yes, but, you know, maybe I need this. I need more time or I need to prioritize it. So so um, communication, communication is, is key. Just just talking to folks, let them know that you, you understand what their needs are. Um, and you will you will work uh, to, to, to meet those needs. Um, yeah. Look, let, let's finish um, both President Leahy and, and Bill with this as we lead into next week's Veterans Day. It, it seems perfect timing that we had Bill on with his 30 plus years of service um, to our country and, and in the military. And President Leahy, it's always been a day that on this campus, um, I'll say both before you took over, but certainly since you took over, that you really want to make sure you highlight just how important Veterans Day is to the campus community. Thank you for saying that, because I feel very strongly about supporting uh, our military, those that are in service and those who are, whom, you know, who are returning from their years of service and are enrolling here at Monmouth in the hopes of uh, completing their degrees and, um, and moving on to another part of their careers. It's, it's, it's such an important thing. And I, as you point out, the university's always been dedicated to it. I hope I just continue that dedication. Um, I always have this saying, Matt, that, you know, I, I did not personally have the privilege of serving my country in uniform. Uh, frankly, the older I get, sometimes I regret that a little bit that I didn't take, you know, even a two or three year stint in my life to do so. But uh, what's done is done. So I, I look at it as, you know, one of the ways that I and my colleagues here who didn't have a chance to serve our country in uniform can serve our country is to take care of those who did and to be as supportive of those who did as possible. And, you know, we open our arms very widely to returning veterans here on this campus. I'm so glad that third parties recognize us as a military friendly school. It's great, I'm pleased, but I don't really care whether third parties recognize us that way or not. It's the right thing to do. And we will continue to welcome veterans here at Monmouth and do everything we can to support them in their uh, journey to, to get the education they need to live really uh, productive lives. So, you know, November 11th is really important to us. Uh, Memorial Day is really important to us. Flag Day is really important to us. I mean, any, any day that signals uh, to our military and, and to their families, you know, I often say on Veterans Day, when is the national holiday uh, uh, to, to, to ded dedicated to the families of our servicemen and women. There should be a national holiday just for them, given the sacrifices that they make for our country. So um, looking forward to uh, November 11th again uh, this year so that we have a chance to, to, to thank our veterans for their service. Well, one of those veterans, our guest today on Monmouth Weekly, uh, Bill Seamer, the Executive Director for Campus Planning and Facilities Management. Bill, I'll say thank you for your service for 30 plus years to our country and welcome 
uh, to the Monmouth University community and the campus. I know you've been on the job for a couple months, but really enjoyed being able to catch up with you here um, this morning and, and, and appreciate your time. Looking forward to all the great stuff. Now I know where to file complaints and I have a direct line there. And we've already <laughs> talked about the blank check thing. We're on, we're on line with that as well. So uh, there was a lot of progress that I feel like was personally made for me today on the podcast. Yeah. So, so is that is that is that why we had this podcast, Matt? Is that that's really the underlying reason, right? Was to get you that so I'm, I'm <laughs> get okay you that direct that. access to our key person here. I'm, right? o- I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> Bill, again, welcome to the Monmouth community. Thanks for giving us some time here this morning, and uh, um, on behalf of President Lane and myself, an early Happy Veterans Day. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. For University President Patrick Leahy, Bill Seymour, our guest, I'm Matt Harmon. This has been episode 36 of Monmouth Weekly. Thanks, as always, for joining us. We'll talk to you again in two weeks.